You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's the Undercard. The Undercard brings you the best in hand combat sports. Featuring major interviews, current events, and the hottest ring girls from around the nation. The Undercard is sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company, Podcast Detroit Studios, and is produced by Rochelle Witten. And now, here are your hosts, Brad, Cody, and Jimmy. Welcome to the Undercard, everybody. It is officially episode 279. Very sporadic. Lately, we are here and there. Yeah. Well, it's summer. <clears throat> Excuse me. You should take off your um, name badge, Jimbo, there. <sighs> First of all, don't tell me what to do, Brad. <laughs> Second of all, I forgot I had it on. Um, but it's summer. Summer is a very difficult time. There's a lot of stuff going on. You know, there's <clears throat> sports, there's vacations, there's, you know, life, all that kind of stuff like that. Um, it, Summer tends to be a little bit less disorganized. So, I mean, we're still doing better. I mean, if you think about other major broad, like television shows, like they take Kimmel, the entire Kimmel summer takes off. summer off, yeah. Kim will take summer off. Fallon like takes a end. good chunk of summer off. Vacation you know, is good for your soul. Vacation is very good for your soul. And even the sun towards the end of the year takes a little bit more time off. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no, you're it's, right. It's like, I mean, it's a... <laughs> you're right, but... Yeah. But, like, I read it in a book once. Like, rest you, is good, even the yeah, sun. You know? Yeah. Well, you know why we have winter, right? Yeah, we have the t- axis and the tilt. No. What? Because Persephone ends up going down into Hades. Ah, okay. Yeah. So you went mythology, I went yeah. science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Hey, by the way, uh, yeah. so a lot has happened because we've not we've not gotten to talk about a lot. No. Uh, there's a lot of things. things first off, we got a good things show. Things happen, I know, Brad. things happen. Things happen. Uh, first off, we, we got a great show. So um, if you want to try to – Pay attention and 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 listen in on uh, certain interviews. Uh, there is a big boxing event that's happening at Motor City Casino, put on by Carlos uh, Lalinas. Um, once again, we're at Motor City Friday the thirteenth. Which um, I don't know. Is anyone superstitious anymore? Because the internet kind of eliminated all that stuff, right? Um, you remember when hotels used to skip thirteen? I don't remember the last time I've seen a hotel uh, skip thirteen. Thir- floor. 13th floor. Uh, they used to skip it like, yeah. when I was growing up, but now they don't. They build them and they're there. Do they? I haven't. I really don't pay attention. In Vegas, I think they uh, like some of the older, skips. some of the older casinos. Maybe I don't know. I honestly too. haven't. I they, honestly have not me- paid attention. There it means something, right? You don't want to ever be called unlucky in Vegas, but like I think in the rest of the world, people. I don't. I'm going to look that if, up. I'm going to see if they if gave it, you the 13th floor. I mean, would you not stay there? There, there's those people still out there. But, but I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up and see if it's something that I could see in omens, like you know. But anyways, it's a great card happening Friday the 13th at Motor City Casino. Uh, Winford Harris Jr. 17 and 0 going against uh, Van Horn Jr. who is nine and one. We have uh, Cortez uh, Chambliss. Who's three and zero? He's going to be joining us at the eight twenty mark. 
Uh, he's fighting this week. And then we got Dwayne Williams, who's going against Anthony Barnes. I'm torn about this fight. I'm going to say it right now. Uh, I broke bread with both these guys. I don't like to see friends kind of fight. Um, well, they're not friends. You're friends with both of them. They should be friends. I think they should be not. friends. We'll ask. I don't them. think, but I don't think they've ever run in the same circles. I don't. As far as I know, they've never trained at the same let's, gyms. Let's hope no one gets injured. That's all. Yeah. we we hope for. Uh, yes, hotels and tall buildings still do <laughs> skip. Thirteen. The number thirteen. That's because of the disorder triskaidekaphobia, which mm-hmm. is the fear of the number thirteen. Which is ironic because, uh, yeah, my phone's going off. No surprise there. Five and a half years, Brad. Five and a half years, and you still haven't learned to turn your phone off. No. Um, when I was a kid, Lance Parrish was my favorite player. He was mm-hmm. a Detroit Tiger. He wore thirteen, so that got me. Over but that see, jerseys don't jerseys don't count. Like <clears throat> thirteen only counts when like it's a it's um. Uh, it's in a ascending or descending order. So, like people that have the uh, trichodecophobia or whatever, tristadecophobia, I believe, and I don't know. Five times. Yeah, I, I believe is only if they're counting up or counting down. But if it's something that's a random thirteen, it doesn't affect them. Okay. So, like if they're counting. They'll go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 14. Same thing with going backwards because they fear the number 13. Or if they have to do something a certain amount of times, they'll, and it's 13 times, they'll do 14 just to make sure they don't stop on 13. But if it's a random, like, there's like a 54 and a 14 and a 13 and a then it doesn't really affect them. Okay, I think. So, I don't quote me on that. But Okay. So using yeah. that theory. Yeah. In, in military time, your next military guy. What if yeah. a, what if a baby's born on the thirteenth at mm-hmm. the thirteenth hour, thirteenth minute? Uh, would that be considered an order? They would then be considered the antichrist. Well, that, it'd be interesting <laughs> if you I mean, you couldn't get into public records, but just to see if their life was normal or they well, lucky, or I mean, won some lotto. Or, I mean, you, know, you never I mean, find somebody on the thirteenth hour because our our uh, AM PM time. You know, well, thirteenth is yeah. one o'clock. Right, quote quote PM, but the thirteenth hour, yeah, thirteenth hour of thirteenth minute, minute at yeah. the thirteenth day, and see and how they did in day. life. Thirteenth day of what month though? Because that I would mean, make that, a, that doesn't matter. Friday yeah, the thirteenth always is just it, the scary it, day, right? Well, it's it's a superstitious day, but I maybe would say, Friday the thirteenth. I was going to say, say October. I was going to say October, or if it landed on a Friday when, the thirteenth, when the Sabbath were closest. If right, it if it would be actually, we would have to go to the public records and find somebody who was born in October on a Friday the thirteenth at the thirteenth hour of the thirteenth minute <laughs> and see what their life was like. Ah, uh, yes. So how do we even get on this subject? Because I know what I was going to talk about. Oh, well, we're, we're talking. We're about... talking hotels and the right. thirteen. And, yeah, we yeah. we skip around. Yeah, we, ju- <laughs> we jump around. Anyways, uh, squirrel. Sorry. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll start broad news. Yeah. And then we'll we'll, well, we'll get into boxing. How how and, broad and do you want to get? Well, let's just start off with uh you're you're a military guy. Yeah. Uh Donald Trump, President Trump mm-hmm. announces uh Space Force. Uh which yes. I mean, I'm okay. not the name Hold Space on. Force. Okay. The name okay, the name whatever. On. The name okay, but here's the thing. Everybody's up in like and it, it made me laugh. Space but Force. everything Space everything that Space Force 
quote unquote space force is going to be. It's stuff that the U.S. military and the Air Force and the military branch of NASA already do. It's just satellite stuff. It's just stuff that we already we already have things in place. It's just funneling a little bit more money into these programs that already exist. It's not, and everybody thinks it's going to be this, you know, like super trooper or not super troopers, starship Starship troopers, troopers, you know, you monkeys want to live forever, but you know what it's really going to be like? It's going to be like space balls. Who is that man? He's an asshole, sir. I know that, (laughs) but what's his name? That is his name, sir. Asshole. Major asshole. No. So, yeah. So it, he said military branch, and then that gets people thinking just, differently. It, so it's the same way that the Marines are actually a part of the Navy. Or the air tra- thing. Uh, traffic control people, well, uh, the Nor- NORAD. Oh, you're talking – oh, no, yeah, NORAD is something completely different. Wouldn't it be Nor- under the, like, the same thing? No. Communication? Strategic defense, no. It would be – so mm. it would be – so the way that the Marines are attached to the the Navy – the same thing that Space Force is just going to be an offshoot of the programs that are already going to be – that are already existing in the Air Force. So the people that are now in the Air Force that are already working on these programs are now going to be in this separate military branch called Space Force. Right. So and that's where he actually came up with the name is he just took the Air Force programs and let's put them in space. We'll call it Space Force. Right. Uh, but – and it's going to be huge. <laughs> it's going to be big. Huge. Uh, so and we're going to go after China. Okay. Sorry. So, yeah. Uh just got back from Cocoa Beach which touches Cape Canaveral. Yeah. Okay. Mhm. And uh the hotel uh had uh satellite launches. Okay. You know how far behind maybe the US government is behind SpaceX and some things? I would say there was nothing government going off. Right. Uh, the next one is Falcon 9, which yeah. is Telstar 19. Yeah. Do you know who that is for? Uh, Canadian Communications yeah. through SpaceX. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, my concern with the Space Force thing is that they are so far behind private entrepreneurs no, launching they're not, rockets. They're not behind. They just stopped doing it. Okay, but that because would make you became, behind. But but they. where do you think that technology comes from? It comes from the stuff we've already done that we've then sold on the open market, which is what allowed Space Force or uh, 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 SpaceX or whatever to actually build their rockets. All that stuff is stuff that the government and that the military already designed that they're like, okay, we're not going to use this anymore because it's uh, um, uh, not not. Like not past his prime. That's not the word I'm thinking of. But I would disagree uh, with that. But but see, so then they took those blueprints. They allow them to go on the open market. SpaceX uh, took those blueprints, tweaked them a little bit, and made the Falcon Nine rocket. It's nothing that we haven't already done. No, before. I'm not talking about the 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 launching itself in in the technology that goes into the launching. Obviously, there's, there's... So what are you t- talking about? Control. I mean, okay, so say, say Space Force, right? Right. It's got to go through Congress. It's going to take at least a year or two oh, years. Oh, you're saying – The funding for NASA was oh, cut oh, so long saying, ago. Yeah, yeah. You, you made but your see, bed. You, you, you lie see, in it now. Those are two different things. No, but I NASA understand. NASA and military no, I, I got two you. completely different budgets. Oh, I got you. Yeah. But that's going to have to pass through the government, and that's going to take some time. No. 
You don't think it does? Not, not to not to make a separate military branch as long as you don't increase the the budget. Right. You can make another branch of the military as long as your budget stays the same. It was fascinating to just see how many launches they had that yeah. were But see that's what that's just it is that the government's not going to pay for those to launch somebody else's another country's thing into space. They only do it when they need it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and we have, and you, you're not going to know when the military launches a satellite into space. They don't announce it. Right. You know, and we also don't, we don't launch it from Cape Canaveral anymore. We launch it from other remote sites. Mm-hmm. But that's, but you won't, it's not a big announcement. It's not a big event. It, you know, you won't, it just, it happens all the time and you just don't know about it. Right. So it's not that they're behind. It's just that it's not public. That's not me. This that's it, I'm vibrating. I okay. I just have to. I just have to say this. Okay. So the other day, I I literally just went online and I just wanted to kind of see, uh, just kind of looking it up uh, in in um, uh, for with a VA loan, like what kind of mortgage rate I could get, and like you know what my thing with my. Uh, you know, um, what I make and all that kind of thing. Thank you for your service, Kenneth. Well, no, no, it was just like, okay. Yeah, well, it's a VA home loan because I'm a first-time buyer, so I qualify for it. Um, And I just, all I wanted to do was just kind of get a rough estimate of this is the kind of mortgage you could afford, that you could get, right? Well, I, I did this thing and all of a sudden it sent my name out to like every lender every everything FHA, and all those people are calling uh, you quick and loans lending tree the va people the and i'm like i didn't i don't i all i want to do is look at something online i didn't want a thousand phone calls a day and i get a thousand phone calls a day from these different people and i and i at first i was saying i'm not interested i'm not interested i'm not interested now i just don't even bother answering anymore same situation it's for a, me, man. oh god it's a huge pain in the butt i'll block Good. the number and yeah come and they'll come to another, another number yeah and it's the same same recording it's yeah. just because people sell your information there's yeah. value in it yeah exactly so space force happened yeah um which was kind of you know something we were to touch touch base on um and like Jimmy said, it's not Starship Troopers or anything like that. No, or... <laughs> it's it's going to be more like Spaceballs, you know. It's going to be – I mean anybody who has ever spent any kind of time in the military knows, you know, how much stupidity happens in the military. And I'm not I was saying stupidity as in like – but like – you know, you get a bunch of guys around that are bored. Can you imagine a bunch of just Joe Blows waiting on the launch pad that, you know, to go up into space or whatever? I mean, they're going to be playing grab ass and everything that they do now. It's not going to be any, like, elite people. It's going to be, you know, the guy that needed a waiver because he only scored a 5 on an ASVAB and you get a 10 just by writing your name right. I'm... You know? I mean, but, yeah. So I, I found that interesting just to see how many private launches go go up into oh, the yeah. um, there's so it happens so often it, and we just don't it's not a big deal it just happens you know but it, it should be a big but deal. not anymore it's not a big deal anymore because it's something it's a routine thing right it's a routine thing and also there's no life on the line it's just property 
So if something were to explode, it just costs them money. It doesn't cost lives. That's true. Things that deal with lives are much more interesting. So like when, I'm not saying if, when Elon Musk sends somebody to Mars, that's going to be huge because that's going to be, there, there, there's people involved. Mm-hmm. It's humanity as a whole. Like when, when, when NASA put a man on the moon, the entire world was focused on that and the entire world watched. But that was Apollo 13, or I'm sorry, Apollo 11. By Apollo 14, people had lost interest because it was routine by that point in time. You ever see the movie Aloha? No, I don't think so. Damn. I can't is that the one with Jennifer Lawrence that was in Hawaii? No, it, it oh. is in Hawaii. It's with who? Emma Stone? Yes, and Bradley Cooper. Yeah, okay, so yeah. You did see it. I didn't see it, but I know of it. Fuck, dude, we can't even talk about it. I don't even... care. I don't, I'm probably never going to see it. It's all right, spoiler. Amazing. It's amazing. Really? I heard amazing it was movie. terrible. No, it's an no, amazing movie. We watch it all the time. I, I heard it was terrible if you've been in the military. Oh, yeah, probably. Okay. It, it probably doesn't favorably look upon the military. Okay. But I'm going to spoil it then. All right, so, go ahead. spoiler alert for Aloha. Um, yeah. Just because it, it goes into what we're talking about. So the the whole premise of the movie, besides the the backstory of a, a, a love story, okay, is that um, a very wealthy – and this is before Elon was mm-hmm. doing his stuff uh, – a very wealthy – I think he's supposed to be the guy from Virgin Airlines almost. Bill, like a Bill Murray plays the character, right? Okay. Richest guy in the world right. is launching satellites with the government. Okay. The government doesn't know about it. He he puts a weapon on one of the satellites. Okay. Uh, so he can rule rule the world, basically control the sky and stuff like that. If you watch that movie and where we are me? now, they are you they they did a James Bond plot in a it, romantic. It comedy. could have been a James Bond plot. I don't yeah, watch yeah, James yeah. Bond. It could have been, but it was it was very. Human like, mm-hmm. and then you look where we are now. Yeah, the movie's very. Mm. Close. But that's that's just like a side plot okay. to the movie, right. right? But not just if you, if you had an, seen it, it you would understand what I was talking point about. What's going right. on? Right. right, right. The race uh, to space. I'll but, try. I'll watch it once and see. Well, I, I just just definitely ruined one of the plots for some people. But let's call our first guest, Anthony uh, Barnes, who's fighting. Friday the 13th, Motor City Casino. I don't think there's a lot of tickets available, but they are available at Ticketmaster.com if you're interested. Fights start about 7 o'clock. High production value right now. That's right. (laughs) Could you do it? No, I couldn't. All right, then. I couldn't work a TI-83 calculator. You can right barely chew gum and walk at I the same time. I can't even open the door to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't even go there. It's not worth it. I'm going to be part of that space program you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're Mars. Going to be commander. Exactly. Dude. Way to go. If he doesn't answer, I'm going to yell at him on Facebook. Well, he had a big day. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic... All right. Come on, Barnes. We'll give it one second, and then uh, we'll talk about it. Um, but the world is talking about the soccer team that got, and I know nothing about it because oh, I've I not do. been around. I do. I still don't know how they fell in there, and I know they they're trying to rescue They didn't fall in there. there. So what had happened was the soccer team, the, their coach and the team had went into this cave, okay? okay. And... Um, and they were just exploring. And then while they were exploring, the rain started. 
And as the rain started, so basically there's this the the cave uh goes like this. Here I'm gonna I'm actually gonna hold on, I gotta switch so that people can see the visual. Okay. So the cave goes what like people? this. Us people? Well no, no, no the on, video. on the video. Oh. So the cave starts like this and then it dips down and then it comes up like this. They're on this side. There is a point down here. Uh, so they were able to go down and then come back up again before the rain started. When the rain started, the water flooded in and blocked that entrance. Here's the problem, okay? The problem is that down here on the bottom most part, there's 500 feet where you cannot wear a scuba tank. Okay. And none of the kids know how to swim. None of the coaches know how to swim. So what they have to do is they have to scuba the, the these these rescuers have to scuba dive go down take off their tank go through this little passageway come up put the tanks back on grab a couple of kids or whoever they can get teach them how to breathe with the masks go back down take off the tanks again chain them together get them through those 500 feet get the tank back on them so that they can breathe and then get them out of the cave system it is, and it is pitch black in there. Okay, pitch well, yeah, black. The, the Navy SEAL ran out of air. Yeah, that's why he died. Right? Yeah, yep, because he was trying to get through and he couldn't because it was. It's getting, and the longer it goes, the worse the conditions are getting. Oh yeah, yeah, and the kids are trapped in this cave system. They are running out of oxygen because of the water level yeah. it is now just they're 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 using more carbon dioxide they also are very malnutrition or uh, well, yeah. mal- malnourished I mean, how long they've been in dehydrated there? so like they have no strength it's it's a huge huge issue the last time i heard i think they got they had to stop it because of four, rain but i didn't four know the six story six kids Four or six kids out. Yeah, there's a fly in here. They had to stop it uh, because of the rain is all I heard. But I didn't know the country and I didn't because I was not around. Like so when it's you're... Thailand. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and there, so there's there's Navy SEALs and or special ops, basically people from all over the world. The, Na- or the Thailand Navy SEALs, our Navy SEALs, the Canadian search and rescue people. You know, it's just – and here's the thing. These the the people that have basically shown up, like all these special forces, they're not designed for these kinds of rescue missions. No, I mean they're designed it's... for you know, not like they they don't do cave diving is basically what it is. So right. they're not they're also running a little bit behind on the on the thing, and it's just yeah, it's bad and it's getting worse by the hmm. day by the day. It's getting worse. And speaking of rains, because Thailand, if I remember correctly is uh, Japan is close to Thailand not like right next to Thailand but they are dealing with torrential downpours they've well, got a like tornado yeah. 4.7 4. hurricane tornado uh, monsoon or no. yeah hurricane monsoon but they they've had to evacuate they, there's 4.7 million people that need to be evacuated out of this area mm-hmm. they already have huge flooding there's like 50 people dead like 68 people injured, and it's just getting worse and worse by the minute. Can They've I... evacuated like 1.2 million. They have like 3.5 left to go. I mean, that's that's my fear of 
nuclear energy. I mean, it, clearly, last time a natural disaster took out Japan, and look what. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Oshima, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm hoping that they don't have any more nuclear. Pl- plants that are on the water that can be affected by this and, yeah. and, and ruin. Well, they did. They did. I don't know. Um, like I know in Japan, cause I have a cousin that lives in Japan, uh, after Fu- Fushima or whatever yeah. it's called, uh, they did start doing tweaks to all their other nuclear plants that helps prevent what had happened with that plant from happening again. Whether or not they got them all into place by this point in time, I don't know. But they did start planning of, okay, this is probably going to happen again. How can we prevent it? Jeez. So that's going on in the world. Let's try Anthony Barnes one more time. If not, he has a pretty big day. I was going to let him announce the news, but I might steal his. I mean, press release already came out. Let me let me it's on contact him. Facebook. Yeah, you know, Facebook. Facebook. Oops. Everything's space force. Space force. <laughs> uh, it's not looking good. Let me see. Let me try him on on Facebook. Call, All right, we'll try him back in a little bit. If not, we got Dwayne Williams' his opponent coming up on uh, only fifteen minutes. Um, man, there, there was so much that has gone on that we haven't talked about that it, it was like, I just felt like, like kind of lost because we, we always comment like on pop culture, but when you get behind on pop culture for six weeks or seven weeks, there's a lot to, well, lot to catch up wanna, on. What do you want to talk about? Well, I've screenshotted a lot, but <laughs> I mean, is there anything that has interested you in the world, Jimmy, since we've last, uh, I just, that's just it is I don't remember what we've talked about and. What has occurred since we talked about? I don't remember. Um, and we kind of disconnected ourselves for like the past week. I love it. Well, I'm just like, I, I'm trying to think. Well, not even like the last week, but in like the last six weeks. Like, is there anything? Because we had a short uh, a short show last week. Not last week, last week, but the week before that. Um, so I'm trying to think of anything we might have talked about, but I don't remember what we talked about. Oh, jeez. Well, I, I so don't, I'm trying to remember. I so I just kind of like screenshot stuff and yeah. uh, kind of like I'll be like, you know, maybe we'll talk about it. that. Fly is driving everybody I know. nuts. Oh. Get it, Jimmy. Get it, Jimmy. I almost had it. Uh, Come on, Daniel, son. So, <laughs> I need chopsticks. So TMZ reported. <laughs> we were on break. That uh, President Trump mm-hmm. autographed a copy of Elton John's Rocket Man CD and sent it over to uh, Kim Kim Jong Un. Yeah, and um, but Kim Kim Jong was cool with it because like he likes the nickname Rocket Man. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Trump autographed an yeah. Elton John copy. Well, we heard uh, we heard that Kim Jong Un or Un whatever is, uh, Un. likes to hang Un. out with. Uh, Dennis Rodman Dennis loves Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Well, we know we know that that's been going loves on for a long Dennis time. Dennis Rodman. Yeah, that's been going on for years. I don't know so, these things. So just... does that – like are we looking at good uh, communication? I mean if he's signing CDs and stuff like that, are, are, are relations still pretty good? Or what, what, what do you think there, Jimmy, if he's signing Elton John CDs? Uh, I I mean it's a publicity stunt, but I think it's just – I don't know. I don't I don't trust anything that the Cheeto does. I don't trust anything that Kim Jong Un does. I, the, I don't. Yeah. I, I <laughs> for just, a minute there, I know who you're talking about now, yeah. Cheeto. But I'm like Chester the Cheeto. Yeah. No. 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 Cheeto I don't. Do. I don't. I don't trust either one of them. 
Like, because they're, they are the ultimate look over here, not over here kind of, kind of guys, you know? I mean, Trump, 99% of his business model is hide your shit so that nobody knows what you're actually doing. You know, I mean, that's, that's, you know, run it into the ground, bankrupt it, sell it off and then move on. You know, he inherited a billion dollar empire and now it's only worth millions because he mismanaged it, you know, and, and it just, I don't know. I, I don't trust either one of them. I think it's more of a publicity stunt than any actual like legitimate political uh, uh, legitimate political like um, uh, reaching out or anything like that. It's more of a publicity stunt. I think North Korea is still doing their nuclear testing. I think uh, you know Trump, whatever he said he was going to do, he's not doing it, and it's just it's just a lot of fluff, a lot of not actually doing anything except for making it look good. But can we all agree that? In the White House, there isn't copies of Elton John's Rocket Man laying around. So somebody in the White House had to order that CD from Amazon, have it delivered, then have him sign it, then send it. Like oh, it just yeah. seems like a lot of work for a no, person. not not at all. Because there's no I mean, Elton John laying well, there's around. Liter- and... There's literally, I mean, that's what like people work at the White House. I'm sure there's a guy whose sole job is to buy shit on Amazon. For whatever, there's a guy who's. Cool I could do that job. Yeah, I know. I mean, there's a there's a guy there's a guy there's a guy there that probably is in charge of going around and making sure all the toilet paper rolls are rolled the right way, making sure that there's a the towels are folded a certain. I mean, it's it's there's so many like stupid jobs at the White House, you know. Now, uh, also, and well, that's not just Trump. That's everybody. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's just. It's just everybody. It's okay. it's a it's a you know. I mean, the White House. It's a source of pride. It's an American thing. But you know, it's. There, I'm sure there's a lot more things that go on there that that don't actually really need to happen. Now, uh, also while we were gone, and this is just recent, uh, the Bablo boat that was still here. Yeah, the Sinclair caught, caught on fire. Yeah. Now refresh me. We, you you say five and a half years, and it's tough to remember who's been on the show. Didn't we have that guy on the show talking about his Bablo boat? Uh, we had, we had a caretaker. We had a, one of the caretakers. They were talking about the Bablo boats. I believe is when we were back at the Russell. Oh yeah, it was early. Yeah, days, uh, and he was talking about how the Columbia was going to New York to be restored, which me and Rochelle got to tour, yep. and yeah. that and the Saint Clair was staying here but was going to be used in, like, the Michael Bay movies and stuff like that. And that's the one that they used in Transformers. Transformers yeah. Yeah, um, and that's the St. Clair. Yep. Yeah, one of the Transformers right now. Yeah. But um, so uh, a go. I, I can't remember if it was the doctor we had on. I don't know. It does. I guess it doesn't matter because uh, those, yeah. those episodes are lost anyways. But um, they set up a GoFundMe page. Isn't it time to just say – that that's it with that one. It's kind of cool. The Columbia is going to get a second life, but you yeah. know how much effort. So we when we were touring the Columbia, first off, this thing was in horrible condition. You'd walk, and there'd be a hole, and you could look right mm-hmm. into uh, the river there, yeah. the Maumee River, I think, in uh, Toledo. Mm-hmm. And um, this thing was in horrible condition. Yeah. And they're talking about like in five years, if we have money, 
We're going to make it a steamboat, and it's going to go up in the Hudson's River. But everything has to go right. Yep. The money has to be yep. there. This area has to be there. This guy had trouble just getting volunteers and stuff, and now there's a GoFundMe. Like, I mean, isn't it time? Like, there's a time for everything, you know? Toys R Us just closed. Like, everything has a time. The boat caught on fire. It's not looking good now. I mean, now <laughs> you just... No, I, I I say at this point in time, it's, it's time it's to rest time in to peace, right? It, yeah. And it's cool. One was yeah. be able to be salvaged, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I don't know too much about the story, but they didn't know. It, so it was a welder that caught it on oh, fire did, that was, was working. It? I think I don't know. I didn't. I never heard what was the cause. I think it was a welder. Okay. Um, but so there's a GoFundMe page, and like at best, what could that boat? possibly be again and i don't know so what do you do just you tear down a boat like that you don't sink it like to get rid of it uh the metal is probably worth something i would I say know. no i would say you scrap it and salvage it right and use i think the, it's time i think i think what they should do is they should take scrap and salvage what they can and then use that to build a monument to the boblo boats so it's still pieces of the boblo boat but it's not the boat itself is just a monument to, you know, the Bablo boats existed kind of thing like that. Wow. You know? So that okay, so that's a better GoFundMe. Yeah. So put you use a GoFundMe. Yeah. Put, put it, it next to the Robocop. Yeah. Statue. Well, no, no, no. You put it uh where it was nor- where it would usually launch from. The Detroit location or the Gibraltar location. Uh the Detroit location. You, okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you put the Gibraltar location, nobody's going to go there. That's true. I you put it in the Detroit location by the river where it usually launched from in its heyday, and you just basically make a monument, you know, to the Bablo boats that, you know, from this time, this time, and maybe or maybe even make it to where there's pieces of the Bablo boat, and it looks like a Bablo boat, but it's like a kid's playscape kind of thing. But what? it it no. looks like the boat, you know what I'm saying? But like on a much smaller version. Or we could take it and make cars with it. Why? Like, I don't know. I'm just saying. Why, like, Why would a, you do that? I don't know. Because like the other we stuff, I don't make, know. We already make cars that nobody's going to buy here. So let's, let's remember what happened to Boblo. The people that are nostalgic about Boblo didn't go to Boblo. And then that's what happened with the exchange rate, too, in the Canada. Like, I mean, you, I, like Toys R Us. People, well, people stopped going to Bolo because Cedar Point happened. Right, and people stopped shopping at Toys R Us because they didn't have an online presence and their their toys were too expensive. Because, but then they're crying that there's no Toys R Us anymore. What do you think is going to happen? Well, the, Toys R Us went out of business because when uh, the internet hit and everybody said, you You're know, online shopping, they're like, it's never going to take off. People aren't going to buy things that they can't touch Online, they're going to want to come into a store and they're going to want to touch it. And by the time they try to catch up with the time, it was already too late. That's a Amazon had taken over, and you know that's a very bad mistake. I'm going to tell you as a parent because uh, Rochelle will tell you too. You hate going into toy stores with your kids because you got to tell them no 20 times to the register. You go in for one thing, yeah, and you tell them no another 19 times to get to the register. So online shopping is, oh, you want. A talking gizmo, boom, and you don't have to say no 19 times. Exactly. So that's a pretty bad philosophy because toy stores, as cool as it is to play with them and do all that stuff, you always have to tell your kid no. Like, I mean, you'd be like, all right, I'm up to 100 bucks. I'm up to 200 bucks. I got to say no now. Right. There's no more. Well, see, I, I had an idea of converting the Toys R Us stores into quite literally just 
a place where kids go to uh, to play with toys. You can't buy anything there. You rent a toy for a very small fee so that the kid can play with it and see if they like it or if they get bored like right off the bat. Um, and then if you want to buy the toy, you have to buy it online through the the company. You know what I'm saying? So like you can't buy the toy there, but the kid can go there. They can play with the toy, see if they like it. If they get bored with it after two seconds, then you're not going to waste your time buying it online. But if the kid likes it, then you can go home and buy it online and get it that way. But there's nothing to be bought at the store or at the the play area or whatever. Holy that way, shit, the kids that's confusing. Okay, it's not <laughs> confusing though. It's not confusing. So uh, we'll say we'll say um, toy or toys used to be us is the name of the 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 company, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So toys used to be us. You go in there, like your kid says, I see something on TV, right? They say, I want that. So you go to the Toys Used to Be Us. You pay a very small fee. We give you the toy. The kid can play with it. They're in the store. See if they like it. You know, play with it. You know, mess around with it. Do whatever. Put it on the ground. Play with other kids. You know, see if they like it. If they do like it, then you can buy that toy through the Toys Used to Be Us website and have it shipped to your house. Okay. Okay. But if they don't like it or they get bored like right off the bat, then you know not to buy that toy because they're not going to like it. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I like to – I mean everybody has their own theory of what happens. But I like to think that the panda from Children's Palace and the toy soldier from KB's Toy Store was waiting for Jeffrey in heaven when it was all said and done. I mean, everybody has their own theory, but I like to think at the pearly gates, the panda from Char- uh, Children's Palace and uh, the toy soldier from KB's Toy Stores was waiting. So Jeffrey had friends waiting for him. I like to – I mean, I, some people have theories. That's put my a theory. lot of thought into that. I did. You thought way too much about <laughs> no, 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 fictional no. characters. Jeez. I, I, it was it was like a meme, meme heaven, or um, everybody was like uh, down chatting about um, Toys R Us going. Yeah, um, no, I mean everybody, you know, because everybody got nostalgic for it. You know, I remember growing up when I was a kid, we used to go into Toys, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but nobody had been into a Toys R Us in years. You know, because like you said, you're not going to go there. And buy something when you, you can just one click buy it on Amazon. Right. You know, it's so much easier and convenient and it's shipped to your house. You never have to get out of your PJs. You can be sitting there, glass of wine, your little mouse, drinking the wine, online shopping, boom, you're done. You don't have to, you don't have to go out, get in the car, deal with people, you know. So the internet has taken down many. Many different type of stores. Oh, yeah. uh, to, uh, toy stores now being one of them. Uh, bookstores barely survive. There's a couple barns. And well, bookstores. Uh, yeah, bookstores. Online presence, but not around anymore. I grew up in Borders when I was in college. Yeah, there was I, I, I love. I loved Borders. I I am a huge Barnes and Noble type person uh, as well. But it's actually funny enough. It's actually coming back, but it's coming back in the form of smaller local bookstores the big chain bookstores like are going book by sellers on Cass Avenue and are going yeah are going by the wayside but but like the smaller little bookstores 
the mom and pop shop bookstores, like those are the ones that are actually thriving because they have a, you know, you go there to look around, but also like uh, you go there for the charm, for the ambiance, for the atmosphere. It's not a big, bright, fluorescent, you know, they have little lamps, you know, around and it's it's a much more homey kind of uh, feeling. Now, I was going to ask you this. Uh, what uh, predicting to the future, look into your glass ball there. Uh, what What's the next casualty? From online shopping? Yeah. The ones that are safe are Lowe's, Home Depot, Menards, yeah. because like no one's gonna no, order you're not gonna their buy dirt that stuff. Yeah, you're, from well, fucking online, and you're not gonna buy building materials unless you can actually put so your, they're safe. Put your your hands on that. They're I on mean, one side of the spectrum. I'm, I'm gonna say your stores like um, J.C. Penney's, Kohl's. Oh, those are already going. They were talking about like uh, malls just being vacant. Yeah, well, I'm gonna say, but like Sears is pretty much gone. Um, JC Penney's, Kohl's, uh, those places are going to be, and I don't mean like one or two around. I mean like gone. gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say within 10 years, you won't have a local, uh, store anymore. Although it, see, it, okay. Uh, maybe not 10 years, maybe 20 years because like my mom, like she will not buy clothes online, like at all. She has to go there. She try has to on. try it on. Yeah. She won't buy it. But see, that's their generation. Our generation are much more, eh, I order it. If I don't like it, I'll ship it back kind of kind of thing like that. That's too much work. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it. I, I, I see. Can't, I can't do clothes or shoes online just because everything is made differently. It's yeah, it's, differently. it's tough. It is that's tough. That's why I, I like the idea of like the stitch fix. And I don't know what that is. Basically, you it's like a personal shopper online. Oh, you okay. tell them like your body type, yeah, your yeah. shape, your colors yeah, yeah. you like, the styles you like, and they custom yeah outfits for you, and then they send it to you, and you can keep what you want, send what you want back. So you're you know yeah. Grocery stores are gonna because now with like shipped and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I, I kind of people are getting more and more like comfortable buying groceries online. Right. So I think. Grocery stores are going to start taking a hit uh, within the next like ten years. Yeah, we talked about that too. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's possible. The, I the ultimate. My pants. I mean, I can that understand. Was the greatest commercial yeah, I ever. Should have won an Emmy. I can understand completely when people like physically can't get to the store. Like, yeah, don't have a vehicle or don't have, um, you know, the physical ability literally to get there mm-hmm. to do the shopping or even be there. And the shopping through the store is such, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hardship on them, but and the 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 basic housewife, mom, whatever, get your ass out of your car and go do it yourself. But also, it's so lazy. Well, but not necessarily. But you got to remember too. Let's oh, think is. about. I know, but let's think about convenience. Your mom, you got like let's say two little toddlers trying to get wrestle two little toddlers into done the car. It. I know you've done it, but if you had the option. At that point in time, to not have to do it, would you have not taken the option not to do it? No. I, I love going shopping with my kids. Yeah. Hmm. But see, I, I but see at the same time, but I know I a lot a, of but I know exactly what time to but, go with my kids. Too. Right. But see, I, I know a lot of like new parents with toddlers, babies or whatever, that the convenience of not having to 
get them ready, get them in the car, wrestle, you know, they're fighting, they're constantly fighting, you know, not have to deal with that, you know? Well, the coolest thing... Shouldn't have had them. So the coolest thing about store... <laughs> Sorry, I mean... The coolest thing about stores that will be missed Sometimes when they're all... Sometimes you don't have a choice. Sorry, uh, go ahead. No, I was just saying the coolest thing about stores that will be missed is that sometimes you stumble upon something you don't know exists and you fall in love with that. Like, I mean, if if I don't know, I have never had that experience. You've never walked into a store and seen like a collectible or something. And you're like, I did not know that exists, but I have to have that in my life. No. Cause if you don't know it, say, okay, Batman fan, right? Yeah. You, you search Batman, but you don't know that there's a certain company like Mago or something yeah. that makes something. And then you walk into like a hot topic and you see like this Batmobile, you're like, I did yeah. not know this freaking thing existed and I have to have it. You've never walked into a store and stumbled upon something you didn't know that existed I, and you're like, I want it. No, I've walked because into, I've walked the internet, into you have to search almost specific to find no, shit. Necessarily. You, if you do a general search and then you look for like items, you can find a lot of neat things. But, but see, that's just it is I never walked into a store. I, I have walked into stores and went, huh, that's kind of neat. But never have I walked in a store and said, I didn't know this existed. I must have it. I, I just, I've never had that experience. But it, because I, I think part of that is because I've never, I've never had that desire to just, I, I have to have that. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, I'm not Wayne Campbell with a freaking guitar where it will be mine. Oh yes, it will be mine. You <laughs> know, I, reference, yeah. yeah, I've I've never it. I mean, there's things that I've seen. It's like, oh man, I'd really like that. That'd be really cool. And there's things that I've seen where it's just like, wow, that would be neat if I had that. But there's never been anything where it's like, I must have that. Hmm. You know, because everything is so relative. And it, I, I just, I'm not a collectible. Like. Okay, example, comic books, right? You're a collectible dust. I, I do not collect comic books. Mm-hmm. I If I buy a comic, I buy it, I read it, I donate it. Right. That That's it. I don't collect. I and mean, there's only, like, out of all the comics I've ever actually bought, I only have, like, maybe about five of them that I've actually kept. And the only reason I kept those is because that particular comic or graphic novel they're more graphic novels than anything else but that particular comic or graphic novel spoke to me in a way that none of the other ones had there's something that resonated with me with that particular one so i've kept it for sentimental reasons mm-hmm. but otherwise than that i read it i give it away now books on the other hand i i if i buy one I'm usually keeping it. I don't donate that. And I have a lot of books. And there are a few books that I own. Anchorman. I'm a very <laughs> important person. I have. <laughs> um, there is one particular book that I own that was given to me as a gift uh, many, many years ago that I still own. And that is like a collectible uh, prize, and that mm-hmm. is a, a 1783 edition of the complete works of Shakespeare. Okay, yeah, that that is a like precious thing to me. Everything else can go. I don't care. You know, if I have it, great. If I don't, I don't really really care. It's very precious to you. But have you ever taken it in the bathroom and read it? Read it? No. Okay. 
It's the old <laughs> Seinfeld episode where it's been flagged. What? I don't. I never watched Seinfeld. I hated that show. Are you Ooh. kidding? Yeah, no, we're not stupid. We're not friends. It was stupid. We were speaking of borders. Like you remember yeah, the yeah. fad. Um, so George Costanza has to go number two in okay. an episode, and as he's walking past, he see, he just grabs a book on the shelf and takes it in. <laughs> okay, and uh, <laughs> they make him purchase it. Right. Okay. So uh, he tries. He's like, "All right, I'll purchase it," but he tells Jerry, "He's like, I'm going to return it, you know, because right. I'm not paying for this." And as as soon as like she like you know scans the book, she's like, "This has been flagged," and she pushes it with a ruler back across. She goes, "We can't take that back. It's been taken." So he even tries to give it to charity for a write off in, uh-huh. in the in the thing, and uh, they know it's been flagged, and they're like, "We, you know, it's bad enough." Flagged we- how? Meaning that like he's it's- taking it into the bathroom, oh. so like. It's not clean Again, anymore. And that's exactly why that show was stupid. Something I like think that. That's no, because something yeah. like that can't ever happen. There's no system in the world that they're going to flag it because it was in the bathroom where like a charity would know that. See, he, he's he's mad that Seinfeld pushes the envelope a little bit, but it's Ant, not Ant Man and Wasp was probably like. But Ant Man and Wasp sounds support- like you with Jurassic World. It, like, Ant Man and Wasp realistic. is pure. Science fiction. It's not supposed to be based in any kind of reality. Seinfeld, he bends that reality to like make. It's a show jokes. about nothing. That's exactly what it was. It was nothing. But it was. Funny. It was not. No, it wasn't. It was nothing funny about it. What's your thoughts on Freaks and Geeks? You like it? I liked it. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, we'll have to run through comedies. Let's call yeah. Dwayne Williams. Get back on track here because Anthony Barnes no showed us. But he yeah, and I day. and I I messaged him and he never messaged me back. Barnes. He's out raising money for the Bob I know. Boat. I'm just kidding. Go fund me, Paige. Bob Boat. See, if you give me a little heads up on this. Now, now, but what I was saying is an implosion and sinking the Bob Boat to, like, the Detroit River. I think that would be kind of cool, like a shipwreck. And then do what? Well, I don't know. Like, like have like, tourists to go visit the shipwreck of the Bob No, 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 no. It's just people know it's down there. I don't know. They did it with the Hudson. We implode stuff. The Hudson building, you know, yeah. Vegas implodes stuff. Let's just. That's because you're tearing it down. Oh, well, <laughs> that thing's almost torn. Well, you know boat. what I mean, though. Right. It's for, to get I got to a bone for sale. Shut up. Hello. Hello. Oh, hey, is your dad home? Yeah. Can I talk to him, please? Hey, Dwayne, it's Brad. You're live on the undercard. How are you? Hey, how you doing, Brad? I'm sorry. That was my son. Yeah, that's your son okay. was famous for about five seconds. We we, we gave we let Rochelle uh, talk to him, so he didn't he didn't get scared we with two, we two guys. Yeah, we didn't scare him. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. How you been? Good. Very good. Uh, we, we tried to get Anthony on the show a little bit earlier, but we're still trying to get a hold of him. But you are fighting Anthony Barnes Friday the 13th at uh, Motor City Casino. Tickets are still available at Ticketmaster.com, but I don't think a lot of tickets. And I was telling um, – I opened the show with this. I mean, uh, do, I, I'm being honest. I've, I've broke bread with both of you guys. I've, I've, I've hung out with both of you guys. You guys are both my friends. This fight pains me because, like, you guys are both – you know, my friends, but, uh, talk about how this bout came about and, um, where you and Anthony stand before the fight, obviously during the fight, you, you, you gotta have a little bit of, uh, um, kind of competitiveness in it and now uh, where you guys will be after the fight, but tell us how, how this fight came about. 
Well, um, I think it was about a year ago. Uh, Barnes Kemp came to Carlos uh, for a fight with me. And I accepted the fight. We were going to have that fight, but he ended up injuring himself, have surgery or whatever. So the fight was postponed. So then uh, after my fight with Taylor, uh, Barnes family can't uh, reach back out to Carlos again for the fight with me. I said, sure, well, I'll take the fight with him. No problem. Everything was good and everything until Barnes posted a post on Facebook talking and talking a lot of trash, talking about the gladiator dies in the end. Well, I just want to thank him for that extra motivation. I found a woman real good for that. You know, I always kept it real respectful, and there was bad mouth from Didn't say one thing in camp. So I'm going to post that video. Knowing I got kids out here, you know. Right. Cool. Now, um, as for an opponent for Anthony Barnes, uh, this is at a catch weight at 172. Uh, you're you're coming down. He's coming up from 168. Uh, do you think uh, your height? Your reach. What advantages do you do you know you have over Anthony, and why do you think this is going to be an entertaining fight? Because Anthony typically ends fights pretty early. Yeah, he's going to try to end this early, but he in for a real big surprise. I'm going to use my height, my range, and I'm going to catch him with my big surprise. He 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 stirred up a hornet's nest, you know. Uh, he took me back to my old self, back in my old training camp with Marlon. Marlon Thomas, trouble man. I'm just ready to fight, really. Now, now the the one thing that you do bring to the table is you fought quality opponents over your career. Um, just looking at it, um, first off, uh, in Chicago, you got robbed in a draw versus Sam Horowitz. Um, yeah. at hit it hits boxing, who was six and one, but that what that was probably your best fight of late. You fought Taylor Dewar, who's on the Bigger and better things. Uh, your your last fight. Yeah, that was my second fight back uh, from my retirement. You know, I probably should have waited a little bit. Taylor, a good friend of mine, and we always we like uh, years before uh, this fight. We was, we was good friends, and uh, we always had a conversation that if we ever get the opportunity to give one a title shot, we was gonna do it. Be friends afterwards. So a lot of respect to Taylor. He helped me prepare for this next fight. That's a real brother. And you were also always around uh, Tyner, who just had a big victory down in, uh, I think it was Alabama. Was it Alabama? I don't know. Somewhere down south. He just had Mississippi. Yeah. Mississippi, but the guy was from Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Just had a, a big victory. So you got a good camp. And I know you're, you're, you're really doing the cardio and, and taking it serious. Um, uh, Anthony Barnes, you, you've come out of retirement, but Anthony Barnes has been injured a little bit. Um, is, is that the plan? Deep waters and see what happens? My plan is to go in there and destroy him by any means necessary. But but Anthony does have power, so like, are, are you a little bit concerned with that because your losses have come no. from knockouts? No. I fought, I fought with some of the best in the world already. I'm not worried about him, not one bit. All right. You're um, going to see a different gladiator. Y'all going to see a different gladiator than you've ever seen before. Now, uh... After it's all said and done, though, you think you and Anthony, I mean, it's just business or or was that post so bad that, you know, um, afterwards, afterwards, I'll take him out to get a drink or something, you know. It's OK, there we go. That's that but it's just more motivation, more motivation to break him up. Right. You right. Know, it's just business. It's just business. Right. And um, as we said, too, you've also uh, fought uh, Anthony Sims Jr., didn't you? You fought him? Yeah, I fought him. Um, yeah. 
I mean, you're in, and then you fought uh, the the Russian, the gold medalist Igor. Um, I mean, you you've had a lot of quality opponents. So to to you to fight, yeah, I had the quality opponents, but I didn't really put in the work needed to defeat those opponents. So you know, sometimes you you know got to take a step back to move forward. I started off my career five and zero, and then you know I kind of got lax a little bit and didn't take all my fights serious like I should have. But it's like I'm reborn again now. Right. Well, the one thing I've always admired about you, Dwayne, is that you you you've never ducked a fight, um, and you'll fight anybody. But the also I've I've seen a lot of your fights up close. You you always get up. It's the wet the ref that's waving it off, or you know maybe you're yeah. you're in no condition to continue and um yeah. like the the pay per view Parker fight and stuff. But you you get up and you want to go. You don't quit. You don't take a knee. And I I know Anthony's going to get your best effort uh, this Friday. So I, I wish you guys both uh, coming out of the ring safely. And um I wish you guys both the best of luck. And um you know like I said, Dwayne, like the best thing I can say about you is you never uh have ducked a fight, and so it's no surprise to me that you're going to fight Anthony Barnes. And, um, you know, uh, best of luck to you on uh, Friday, and uh, we'll go from here. And you see the rebirth of the gladiator. Hey, you know, it, it, I, I, I tell you this. There's storylines in this fight, and it's just not Anthony Barnes' post or anything. But uh, as you know, Anthony Barnes just got signed by uh, Triple T Management. It was announced today. Um you know, uh, Barnes has been known uh, to be a top prospect. Um, and you know what? You you fought some quality people. So there, this fight has intrigue here. And, um, you know, I know that he's going to get your best effort. And that's the, the best I can say. I'm coming for war. All right, Dwayne. Well, well you be safe. Uh, Jimmy, you want to say anything to Dwayne? Oh, just I, I'm the same with Brad. Good luck. Uh, I hope neither one of you gets hurt, but take care of business. You know we love yes, you. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you soon, Dwayne. Take care. All right. Thanks for having me. Take care. All right. That is Dwayne, uh, the Gladiator Williams. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Barnes just contacted me. He never got a phone call. Well, I, I dialed the number I was given. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Uh, I told him I said we we would uh, okay. We're gonna try to call you again in a minute. We're on the phone right now with Dwayne, and he said blank him. LOL. Well, isn't that nice? <laughs> isn't that, nice? Isn't that isn't special? There. Well, so we'll try there. calling him uh, again, uh, Barnes here. Uh, well, let's do what's on tap. All right, we'll do what's on tap. All right, I uh, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can go ahead. All right, this is What's on Tap, sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. Uh, July 13th on Detroit. Uh, what they have here, I know there's more uh, fights, including Barnes and uh, uh, Williams, but uh, Jermaine Franklin versus Craig Lewis, 10 rounds for the heavyweights, and Winfred Harris versus Doral Van Horn Jr., 10 rounds for the junior middleweights. Uh, I know there's more of a card, but that's all they have on ESPN right now. July 14th uh, at Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia on ESPN+. Plus. We have Lucas Matisse versus... Matisse versus Pacquiao. Yeah, Manny Pacquiao. 12 rounds for Matisse's 
WBA regular welterweight title. I think Matisse uh, retires uh, uh, permanently. We have Yak Tempora versus uh, Eddie Valdo Ortega. 12 rounds for the vacant WBA interim featherweight title. We have Moruti uh, Mathalane versus Mohamed Wasim. 12 rounds for the vacant IBF flyweight title. We have Carlos Can. Canizales versus Bin Lu. 12 rounds for Canizales' uh, WBA regular junior flyweight title. Uh, moving on down to, you have to forgive me here, uh, at uh, Offenburg, Germany, we have Tyrone Zug versus Rocky Fielding. 12 rounds for Zug's WBA regular super middleweight title. July 20th, um, Oh, that's not a title fight. Sorry. I'm only uh, doing the title fights here. July 21st. Okay, that's passed. All right. Sorry. I I didn't. I, July 21st I has forgot. not passed. No. June 21st has passed. No, no, no. I, it's past the, the week. Okay, got Yeah, you. I only do the we'll week be back. to week. I do yeah. Right. I only do the week to week. And uh, I completely forgot to do what's on tap. I'm in the middle of packing and everything, and I just completely forgot about it. Uh, July 10th. Uh, July 10th, Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series, Season 2, Episode 4. That's what we haven't talked about. Josh Parisian. Uh, yeah. Oh. Huge, huge yeah. Uh, yeah, spinning not... back fist yeah. and uh, finds his way into the Ultimate Fighter yeah. Show. Yeah, we uh, coming up. UFC time. Training Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. Watch Josh Parisian. Uh, July 13th, Bellator 202, Bud versus uh, Noguera. That is at the Windstar World Casino and Resort. Thackerville, Oklahoma, United States. <laughs> I just like that name, Thackerville. Bellator um, has always found the yeah. most remote locations <laughs> in the world. Uh, July 14th, UFC Fight Night 133, Dos Santos versus Ivanov, that is in Boise, Idaho. And also uh, Bellator 203, Pitbull versus Wetchell 2, that is in Rome, Italy. And that is What's on Tap. Sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. We'll wait until uh, Cody uh, uh, is on the show really quick. Yeah, let's call Barnes. But really quickly, uh, and we'll we'll touch base more with it, uh, Cody, whenever it happens. Uh, Cormier, huge upset. You can't say that's not an upset. No, that was an upset. That was, I mean, if he that was an upset, if, if, as Cody says, I if didn't. he wrestle fucks him and wins, <laughs> yeah, then I mean, but I mean, to I win mean, by knockout, yeah, I, that, that's I, I don't know. Wow, um, that's crazy. And then to, to become yeah. Um, yeah. besides Connor, the two belt holder. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I was not expecting that. Well, the best one. Really, <laughs> did you see the meme with Daniel Corby where it says this is the body of a well precision athlete? <laughs> it's the funniest meme. I know. First off, he fell <laughs> off the stage two days before. If you're holding a yeah. Daniel Cormier by knockout like bet in yeah. Vegas and you bet like a reasonable amount, yeah. you're sweating. You're like, he yeah. just fell off a fucking stage. <laughs> yeah, like Steve was dehydrated. like hydrated. I know, but Steve yeah. was like, "What the fuck yeah, happened?" Like he was like, "Am I? I don't even be drunk. fighting." I think he was like dehydrated to the point where he was drunk. Right, and he yeah. has to be like lifted up, and you're yeah. like, "This can't be good for DC." Yeah. And then like yeah. you know comes back, but uh, he was heavyweight, so like yeah. I mean, and and he normally fights down, so it's like I don't yeah. think he was dehydrated, but no, maybe, I think maybe he was a little dehydrated. Maybe he fell. Yeah, to like 
just kind of give the perception. I I didn't see that. that so congratulations to DC. I, I would never been a DC fan, and but that, I respect them. Now. And that and that could. Yeah, I know I'm a Marvel fan myself. Um, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> um, no, I uh, um, I lost my train of thought now. Um, no, I I did not expect that. Uh, it like even like that day, everybody's asking me, you know, who's gonna win? I'm like, man, Steepy's gonna win. You know, it's it's not a contest. It's not gonna happen. You know, but but you do have a point there. Maybe DC did that to throw everybody off. Like nobody expected him to to do it, and you know. I don't know. How much did he bet on himself? You know? <laughs> Looking cool for a couple days and then be be the hero. Uh Brock Lesnar immediately out of nowhere comes in the ring and starts shoving uh, calling people names and fucking it becomes WWE yeah, like when it's in a matter of fucking seconds. Yeah. And then Brock Lesnar's going to jump over all these uh, these people that deserve a shot. Uh, mind you, Brock tested positive. Not right. only did he test positive, um, I, there is no appeal to a Cormier-Brock fight. I, you figure it goes on the ground and it's a lot of wrestling. I, I don't think it would live up to the hype, um, but I would be pulling for Cormier there hard. And uh, the whole Lesnar coming in thing, and, and there was a picture of like Dana's face just smiling as he was in there. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. I'm I'm tired of the Brock Lesnar crap and everybody's I don't tired want him in Brock, WWE, Brock I don't want him crap. in UFC. He just um, needs to go away. I want to see John Jones come back one more time and just Why? reclaim because Why? he never besides Gustafsson no. was never even close to losing. No, but he doesn't deserve I mean, he lost, to but, come back. Uh, he doesn't deserve to come back. He needs to come with like hell to... on his back and no. just you, he doesn't deserve to up. come back. He had his chance. I've forgiven. Fucked, no. If if Lesnar's back in, I've... Uh, no. No. Uh, no. Lesnar no. being back in changes no, he everything. Shouldn't, he shouldn't either. Shit. He shouldn't either. Okay. He needs to go so away. Loud in my ears. Sorry. He <laughs> shouldn't either. Jones needs to stay away. If you're going to allow Leather. Mark McGuire back in Major League Baseball, Barry Bonds has to come yeah. back too is what I'm I know, saying. But, I'm, but that's just it. Brock shouldn't be back. Don't let Jones back. They're done. They're done. It would be interesting to see if Cormier could get past Jones again because, I mean, it's such a legacy. First off, now Cormier, for sure, a Hall of Famer. Not only is he a Hall of Famer, he's earned a lot of people's respect. And so he has his place in history. But one more shot at Jones. All right, let's no. call Anthony Barnes. Yeah. Jeez, Hey, hey, there you are. Anthony, you. you're live you. on the undercard. <laughs> How are you? Good. What's going on? Not much. A little technical glitch over here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> big day for you. Um, I'm going to let you uh, summarize. Uh, you, you signed with the big management team here. Uh, tell tell us yeah. about your day today. Um, well, actually, um, but we decided to press release today we can fight um so i signed with uh split team management uh david waters uh out of new york he uh he's a phenomenal manager uh he's he's a nice big stable a lot of upcoming fighters uh, a lot of top contenders so uh I'm, I'm pretty happy with the move and uh i think it's gonna get me on the right track so any uh you're, you're talking about his young stable eric de leon just signed with him uh isaiah jones is with him he, he has a, a really good uh 
young nucleus of talent and um you know when when I heard you were signing with them it made sense with the Eric DeLeon thing maybe we could get a DeLeon Barnes uh Jones card that would be amazing. I know Eric's got to take care of business this week, but that would be sweet in Detroit to have you three, um, you know, back to back yeah. to back. Yeah, oh. it would be nice to throw uh, uh, you know a couple promoters together and throw one big show and, and promote it properly, and you know, and, and get a big showing uh, in Detroit. It'd be nice. So besides that, we just had your opponent, Dwayne Williams, on, and, and I was uh, talking earlier that I, I know both of you guys, so I hope you guys, you know, I, I wish no one to get injured and stuff like that. But um, Dwayne Williams was talking about oh, a fa- you Huh? You, you can be on. You want me to win. It's cool. You don't have to, like, you don't have to be biased. <laughs> we, we, no, you know you're biased already, so. You know. <laughs> uh, but Dwayne said that uh, he, he was cool with you, but you posted something on Facebook. And uh, when you posted on uh, Facebook, it, it motivated him to take this training camp even a little bit more serious. Um, he was referencing uh, something about how a gladiator died at the end of the film. Do you know what he, he's referencing? And um, uh, tell us uh, how ready you're for battle on uh, Friday the 13th at Motor City Casino. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So uh, I remember when I when I, put, when I, I actually I said something on uh, on Facebook or something like that. So we all seen the end of Gladiator. You know, we know how to end. You know, Gladiator died, which it guys I, I took it off because at the end of the day, um, in the sport, you know, you don't want people, you don't want people, you know, dying. So, but um, so you know, I figured I'd take that off. Just, you know, just respect for the, of, of people in the sport. And, you know, people have died in the sport, but at the end of the day, the Gladiator, you know, gets his ass kicked and he loses. You know, that, that's more or less the, the, you know, what I was trying to get at. Um, when I posted it on social media. Um, but Dwayne Williams, I know he's training hard, as he should be. I mean, um, you know, think about it. If he if he beat me, you know, and derailed my career, that'd be huge. Well, wouldn't be huge for him. Honestly, he'd just be another opponent for someone else. Um, and he would just get a bigger payday. Um, that's it. But, uh, you know, it, it still put him back in the game because, honestly, he's on, obviously he's on his way out. Um, yeah, I mean, that's why he's my opponent. Let's just, let's just be honest. You know, uh, I'm 10 and 0 with eight knockouts. He's, uh, I don't even know what he is. He's six, six eight, uh, and then maybe has a draw. I think he's six, eight, and one, maybe. Okay. So he has like, you know, six wins, what, maybe two, three knockouts, maybe. I think two um, knockouts, has, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So two knockouts, you know, and he's a big, like, heavyweight, too, uh, compared to me. And then, um, you know, so yeah, he has like no knockouts. And I think all of his losses are from getting knocked out, if I'm not mistaken, or at least 90% of them. And he has a draw. Um, and then also the guy that I knocked out uh, beat him um, in a fight. So the thing is, I'm, uh, I'm bigger than, uh, he's bigger than me. Uh, he's taller than me, but he's not as smart as me. He's not as skilled as me. And there's no reason. No reason why he should beat me. That's why he's getting paid, and I'm not. I'll just put that out there too. So, <laughs> well, I mean, uh, he he says he's coming right for you. That I'd be honest, that would not be the strategy I would go with. And I, I kind of hinted towards that because of your power. Um, it's not like you've not been the distance before, but I mean, the, the obvious strategy would not to be maybe trading blows. But uh, he says that he's coming after you. Um, you know, having such as many knockouts as he has, that's maybe not the best thing. Uh, are you going to be ready for both well, like both I situations? Said, I'm, I'm smarter, like I said, I'm smarter than him, and uh, you know, I'm more talented than him. 
So obviously he's not using his brain right off the bat before he even gets in there. So, um, you know, how's he going to win from that? Um, but you now, what was the last part of the question? But you'll be ready for both, I'm sure. If he, if he wants to take it the distance and start off slow, and uh, you know, are you looking to get some work, or or if he if he's going to trade some blows right away, uh, you'll probably be ready for that. Uh, definitely, if he wants to trade, we can trade all day. I'm I'm happy with that. Um, it make my night nice and short. Um, and then also, uh, when it comes to the distance, you know, I've been the distance with better fighters than him. And then, you know, and I'm in shape to go the distance, you know, I mean, so I'd rather not, I don't want to get work in, you know, what's the fun in that? You know, I'd rather have a, a good a knockout reel, to be honest, you know, highlight video than, um, than a, a boring six round fight. So, um, yeah, I mean, we don't get paid by the hour and I'm not even getting paid. So I'm really not being there long so you know i just want to get him out of there and, and and move on but with that being said um i know he's in shape and i know he's been training hard so uh, i'm prepared to go the distance but i'm not trying to now uh last couple of questions i know you're a it's fight week and uh you know uh it's i, I try not to take too much of the fighters time on fight week and, and a big big announcement for you so you're probably getting a million uh phone calls here but um the 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 key to Dwayne Williams is that he says this is business and and after this he he'd gladly go grab a drink you know and I know you there'd be no hard feelings after this fight um is it difficult when you know somebody I mean it's one thing to have an opponent that comes in from out of town you're paying him you don't know about his kids you don't know about his family life uh how how do you get mentally over that you you gotta hurt this guy but you know he has kids you know he's not that bad of a guy away from the ring um how do you overcome that mental obstacle of of facing somebody that you've seen in gyms and you've known for a long time well i look at it honestly just as that an obstacle i don't look at him as as anybody i know i look at him as someone in my way and honestly, you know, I'm not, when I, when I, when I speak about him, um, it's almost like I'm talking down about him, but I'm not, honestly, it's just, I gotta, you know, you gotta tell yourself like, Hey, you know, this dude is trying to, you know, take your dreams away. I've been, I've been trying to do this since I was, you know, 15 years old. This is all I've, all I've done. That's it. You know, he's retired and, and he's given up already. And then he decides to come back for whatever reason that might be you know, for the money, or maybe he thinks he'll make another comeback, but he's already given up and, you know, and now he's coming back and I haven't gotten mine yet. So he's in my way and I just got to get him out of there and get him out of my way and move on to the next. So that's how I put it. That's how I put it past. You know, like I don't have any, you know, uh, animosity. Well, I do have animosity until after the fight, after the fight, you know, then yeah, we can, we can, we can go get food, go hang out, whatever, you know, um, because I, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm a true professional, but, at the end of the day, um, he's trying to beat me and set my life back, and that's uh, that's not what I'm trying to do. Now, uh, the best compliment I could give Dwayne, and it was a sincere compliment because I only give sincere compliments, is that in having seen a lot of Dwayne's uh, fights uh, through his career, um, he normally wants to continue. A lot of times it's the ref waving it off. He's he's punch drunk. He's up, uh, especially the Parker fight. Uh 
um, the doer fight. Um, you know that he's just not going to take a knee, which is probably nice to have an opponent that he's going to give his best effort. Normally it's the ref waving it off and they're right calls, by the way. It's just that Dwayne has the spirit to want to continue. Um, you, that's all you want from an opponent, right? Somebody that's going to come forward and not quit. Well, we, I want somebody who, you know, I can build off of, you know, I, I want a learning experience out of every single thing I do. Um, my last fight was 34 seconds, but believe it or not, I learned something from it. You know, uh, the first, uh, the first couple of seconds I came in there, like sleeping a little bit, you know, it was a long layoff. I hit with a good overhand, right? Like, oh, okay. You know, let's pick it up, you know? So, you know, and I did obviously. Um, but you know, so I, I want, you know, I want the best Dwayne Williams that night. So, yeah, absolutely. I want a good game opponent who's in shape. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, Dwayne, Dwayne uh, got stopped in the past. He hasn't given up. Um, and he, he has the heart of a gladiator. That's why his name's, you know, the gladiator. But at the same time, and uh, heart's not always a good thing. All right. Well, well, uh, I'll be there Friday the 13th, uh, writing for Fight News, of course. Uh, Anthony Barnes versus Dwayne Williams, just one of the, uh, many fights. Uh, let's, let's get you away from, I, I know you're focused on your fight, but, um, uh, Jermaine Franklin is going against Craig Lewis. Uh, that's a good fight. And then, uh, I, I gotta ask you really quick, Van Horn, who has taken a very tough route to a nine and one is going against Winford yeah. Harris. Who do you like in that fight? Oh, uh, okay. Um, I, as much as I like, as much as I like Van Horn, um, he's a good person. He does work hard. He's a southpaw. So he has that advantage. Um, I, honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Winford. I'm going to go with Winford on this due to the fact that, uh, Winford, you know, when Winford's in the gym, he's on that 17 fight win streak, very active, um, good, good speed. Um, he's a really good thinker. I think, I think he has it. He, he really has the momentum right now. And I think that might just be enough to, uh, to beat, uh, Van Horn, especially with Van Horn coming off a, a loss from a guy who was, you know, not necessarily the best, uh, record you know um kind of like a Dwayne Williams that's why you got to be careful <laughs> with a Dwayne Williams but um you know somebody somebody like that you know um with a less than 500 record he came coming off a hard hard loss uh pretty I dropped a few times out of town so you know uh, um I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh yeah with Winford for sure on this one all right well uh best of luck uh, we'll see you on uh Friday the 13th and uh We'll talk to you soon, all right? That's Anthony Barnes, big day, um, new management team, and a big fight on Friday. Take care, buddy. Thanks, guys. Uh, all right, that's Anthony Barnes. Um, we're just going to roll right into here in a second another interview. Um, what were you going to say, Jimmy? Oh, I was just going to oh. say I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm sorry I'm going to miss it. It's going to be a hell of a fight. Mm-hmm. It's uh, – you know, it, it, that's the one thing that uh, is is good about Dwayne. He he gets up. Um, yeah. Well, that's just he's going to fight hard. Yeah. If Wayne if Wayne loses, Dwayne, you mean? Yeah. or I mean Dwayne. Sorry, if Dwayne loses, uh, it's going to be because the ref stops it. It's not going to be because Dwayne stops it. It's basically what it's going to be. All right, we're going to go to one more fighter. 
you want to call Cortez really quick? Cortez, Chambliss, 3-0, three knockouts, welterweight from Detroit. Hello? Hi, Cortez, you're live on the air with the undercard. How are you? I'm good, man. What's going on? Not too, uh, not too much <laughs> right now. Not we're too calling. Bad. Yeah, we're not too bad either. We're having, we're having a good time. We were just talking to Dwayne Williams earlier and uh, Anthony Barnes talking about this big fight huh. night that you're part of Friday. Uh, yeah, yeah, those, yeah, those are two good guys. We were just talking to man. Uh, awesome. Uh, so we're joined by uh, Cortez uh, Chain Bliss. Three and zero, three knockouts. Uh, so at Salida's show, you came up to me and you're like, "Hey, how how come I've never been on the undercard? I don't know how you've not been on the undercard because uh, I like you as a person and you're you're a very talented fighter." Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. I was just you know patiently waiting my turn, man. You know, I, just, <laughs> I mean, forgot about the small guy. <laughs> it's okay to call him out once in a while. No, no, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, it was one of those things where I'm like, yeah, we should have Cortez on. Absolutely. Uh, you haven't fought in a year. Um, I don't believe that it was because of injury. You just not had 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 an opportunity, right? It's been about a year since you last fought. Um, yeah, you know, just different different things going on as far as you know, trying to secure fights. Um, you know, I'm a firm believer of um, you know fighting uh, better competition, and, you know, I think I highly value my skills, and I'm a great fighter, so I feel like, you know, I should have decent tests, and, you know, it's it's harder trying to secure, you know, those better fights when you're such a, uh, so new as a pro, you know what I mean? It's like a high-risk, low-reward type of thing, so it's just a lot of difficulties, you know, trying to get opponents and things like that, you know, so. But, but you're you a, know, a very young guy, right? Um, yeah, I was 20, trying 20. Yeah, 20, and which is young for a pro. And so it's not like uh, you're in the twilight of your career or even in, in the prime. You're in that learning process stage. Um, you, you come with a lot of hype. Uh, tell us about your team, some of the influences you've had, and, and how you've been able to come along so far. Uh, well, you know, I have, you know, one of the best teams, man. Uh, you know, I got uh, Steve Zepke. That's my manager. So is uh, Katie. Katie's empty, man. Those they really, you know, day in and day out, just go to bat with me, man. Like the the loyalty and the chemistry that we have, just as a, I won't even say team, man. It's more, it's, it's family. It's like a family now, you know. It's something like you know, it's like a relationship you have with people that is just, um, you know, that you know you'll ha- you'll know them and you know be close with them forever. And um, you know, we got a uh, Carlos Lina's backing us too. Um, another great guy. Um, you know, gets business done, gets things handled. Uh, you know, a really cool guy, man. And um, you know, that's a you know, that's a team Chandler's team right there. Now you're fighting in a casino, but you're not old enough to gamble, but that's okay. That's allowed. Uh you guys sign a waiver and everything like that. But um as as soon as uh you turn twenty one and, and stuff like that, you you wanna see your uh go take your chances out in Vegas and uh see your name in the big lights, I'm sure, right? Most definitely, you know, that that's always the plan to, you know, get go to bigger and better things, you know what I mean? That's what we're working for. If we're going to fight, you know what I mean? But, you know, when we get up there, when we get up there, you know, it should be a lot easier to get those fights, you know. So now we got to take over Detroit. Now, you, I, I see your, your, uh, I don't want to say, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Jimmy? Like, uh, uh, I don't want to say size, your, your stature, maybe, or, or something like that. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to say here, but 
No, 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 no. I was looking for build? a specific word. Yeah, you're built. Build? Yeah. Uh, it looks like you, you're you fighting out. <laughs> my mind goes blank sometimes. <laughs> it's okay. It, that happens to all of us. Uh, it looks like uh, you you could be bigger and stuff. Do you think down the road you'll fight at different weight classes? Or you, do you, are you expect your Most body to get bigger? Easy. easy. Most definitely. You, you said it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to fight uh, bigger weights, you know, in, in the near future. Um, you know, I'm a big boy. I'm always growing, um, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, maybe I'll have, you know, big, better challenges, bigger challenges. Um, but, yeah, definitely uh, fighting at a higher weight in, in the future is uh, definitely in our plans. But uh, right now, while we're making 147, you know, we want to we wanna go as fast as we can, you know. Now, who, so, name somebody that you have to watch on TV, somebody that you, you like as a fighter that um, you look up to. Um, it could be a past fighter maybe you watch um, or, or somebody that's on the current um, boxing you know, circuit that you, when they're fighting, you got to watch and you like their style. Um. Uh, a fighter that uh, uh, the like couple fighters I used to like. One from the old time. His name was uh, Mark Breland. He's a, he was a really good boxer, man. Uh, really beautiful jab. Uh, just you know, just a great boxing style. Um, it's another guy. Uh, his name is Paulie Malinaji. Um, he couldn't punch or anything like that, but he had a lot of heart, man. He was a two division, uh, like two division world champion, but he just had a lot of heart, man. He came to fight. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and a lot of people always slept on him, but you know he won a lot of those fights. Um, you know, I don't really know. I don't, I don't look up to any boxers. Uh, you know, I mean, no, I don't look up to any boxers to be honest, but you know, I mean, I do watch boxers here and there. Um, you know, well, I I, I like watching old school fighters. They were uh, pretty, pretty good, man. Dogs. Well, we know you have knockout power. I expect a quick night uh, for you on Friday. Um, where can people follow you on your career? Uh, do you have an Instagram page, a, a fan page? Where can they follow you, Cortez? Well, I mean, hopefully hopefully, I can give the fans a nice drama show, you know, <laughs> so it doesn't end uh, quick, you know what I mean? But um, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Cortez Chambliss, uh, C-O-R-T-E-Z-C-H-A-M-B. L I S S for all social media platforms. They can find me and yeah, take a look into my life. All right, Cortez, I promise we're going to have you in studio. Uh, this was just a quick interview because I, uh, you know, you, you brought to my attention. You hadn't been on and you definitely deserve to be on as soon as you get past this and get four and oh, we'll have you come in the studio. Sound good. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Thank you for having me today. All right. No, thank you, Cortez. Uh, one of the nice guys in the sport, but dangerous in the ring. Uh, take care, Cortez. You too, man. All right. That is Cortez Chambliss uh, fighting Friday, uh, June, July 13th, this Friday. <laughs> wow. Dude, I'm all over the map, man. I, uh, ring rust. Ring rust. I was going to say, what's your excuse? Ring rust. You know, ring rust. I'm just going to say ring rust. Uh, Mike rust. Yeah, Mike rust. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you wanted to shoot a video. If you're like, if we don't do a podcast, let's do a video. I'm like. Look, the, I'm sunburnt. Well, here's I the thing. Don't look good. I'm like, <sighs> well, you're on video anyways. I know. Uh, but uh, no, the reason I want to do the video is because we can't go weeks without doing something. 
So even if it even if it's like a ten minute video of like, hey, here's a couple of quick little things that are going on, some things that we want to talk about, blah blah blah, and that's it. But we got to do something every week. I agree. Every week we got to do something, and that's why I'm like, even if we don't do a show in studio, let's at least meet, make like a. 10, 20-minute video, and then something I can post on YouTube and on our Facebook channel, which right. if you're not following, Team Undercard on YouTube. Uh, if you want to watch the video live on Twitch, uh, it's www.twitch.tv or .tv backslash Team Undercard. And then, of course, our Facebook page, www.facebook.com uh, backslash uh, radio undercard or radio undercard, under- yeah. Radio, radio undercard, undercard yeah. yeah. Um, or on Instagram and on Instagram, yeah. Radio undercard, radio undercard on Instagram, and I think that's all of our social media right now. That's probably all our platforms, yeah. Until something else comes good. along, yeah. Well, Twitch is relatively new to us, and we've also started my son found us on, on Twitch, yeah. And then I realized Re- I was like, restarted. Posting on uh, uh, on YouTube. We're not as bad as Daniel Tosh, but we do have our moments. So I was like, he, he found us on Twitch. I was like, <laughs> I didn't know how Wait, I felt how old, about that. How old is your son again? He's thirteen. Oh, pfft. but okay, we but, are very PG thirteen. But you remember the Marv days? But Marv <laughs> was not on Twitch. That is true. But yeah. we, the Marv days. Are oh yeah, like, no, no, no. The Marv we days were, like, were rated R. We were our, we were our sometimes borderline NC seventeen pirate R. But movie. yeah, we uh, we're we're very much PG thirteen now. PG thirteen. PG thirteen. But. Just like the Marv days, we need to start getting ring girls in here now that we're doing well, video. Maybe we'll start it. So we, we're hitting 80s. So yeah. maybe we'll do the uh. 80s episodes again. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't but, care if we don't have them dressed up. We just need a pretty yeah, face. That's, that's a sucky Rochelle's shirt. pretty. Rochelle's definitely the hot one out of the three of us, but... That flies now we, become a bird. You see how big it is, <laughs> dude? It's like it's mutating. I know, dude. Around. Like it caught the side of my eye. I was like, "Holy shit, that Ugh. thing's gotten big now." Exactly. Um, but yeah, we need to start getting. We can do that. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Yeah. Uh, let's let's end on a, a funny note. Uh, so Fourth of July, you know, obviously you're a veteran. It means something to you. It means something to well, NASCAR some, people in yeah, the night, but, Daytona. And, and and here's the thing, and, and this is something that I kind of wanted to, you know, everybody on the 4th of July, you know, thanks a veteran and all that kind of stuff like that. And that's fine, you know, but the 4th of July is not a veteran holiday. We have our holidays. <sighs> we have Memorial Day. We have Veterans Day, you know, uh, things of that nature. The 4th of July belongs to everybody. It belongs to the school teachers, the bus drivers, the policemen, the firemen. The 4th of July is an American holiday. It's not a military holiday. So I just want to kind of point that out that, you know, feel free if you want to think of that, that's fine. But don't think that the 4th of July is a vet holiday. It's an American holiday. It belongs to everybody. Who am I looking at right there? Maybe. Huh? Who is that? That to me, I thought that's it was Ronald Archer. Ra- I thought it was Ronald Reagan. That's Archer. I thought it was Timmy Herman from back. No, here. no, no. That's Art. Wait, I'm I thought see. it was President Reagan no, drinking. That's Archer. That's what he does. He drinks. And he goes. Goo, goo, goo. People are trying to talk to him. He puts up a finger. Uh-huh. I don't watch Archer. You don't watch Seinfeld. <sighs> but see, Archer's better than Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. It's actually funny. Yeah. Okay. The, rate, the ratings are probably really close. Anyways. To, um, but so I was going to talk, you know, to the worldview 
part of the reason that the United States is maybe frowned upon worldview is gluttony. And I think this is terrible that we're associate 4th of July. First off, it's on ESPN. The hot dog eating contest by Nathan's. (laughs) uh, (laughs) I love it. Is associated with 4th of July, makes a sports network, and it just makes people hate Americans more, I think, because it's like so gluttony. So, uh, Joey, Joey, what's his name? One again. I don't know, but do you know who? Set a new record. Do you know who does more hot dog eating contests in America? Japan? Japan. Well, we, they, there was a guy that came over here and yeah. dominated for years, and then this guy yeah, yeah. is now, like, the greatest, and they're talking about making a statue of him <laughs> on the pier and stuff, just eating hot dogs. That's crazy. And you and you know there there's there's thirsty women out there looking at him and thirsty guys out there going, oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, I, I know that. Yeah. Daniel Cormier. Yeah, this exactly. is a This is a prime athlete you're looking at. Um, but it's, it's one of those things that that's – it's become a Fourth of July tradition. People, yeah. you can bet on that. Who wins? Yeah. Like I mean, there's there's you can gaming bet sites on that I know, but there's gaming sites that will yeah. will take that. Uh, but what would you think your limit would be? Hot dogs. Two. <laughs> Two. No way. You got to be more than that too. With the bun. Yeah, well, the bun. Yeah, yeah you no. gotta eat the bun. Two. You can. I can't eat more than like two hot dogs in one sitting. Now, the grossest thing some of them do is get the bun wet. No, that's you actually that? very smart. No, that's but what, that would just make it so heavy to me. But no, 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 because no. that's that, how they, it gets down. It's how that's it why gets they down. drink in between. Right, and it's how it gets down, and also it doesn't. If it's already wet, it doesn't mm. expand in the stomach. Now you have stomach problems. I have stomach yeah, problems. I have IBS, and yeah. well, no, no, but I mean, it's all right. We don't need to. No, no, no I'm saying just, IBS is issues, a very common issues, thing. Issues. I'm just saying that when you get like really nauseated, like watching an eating contest, I don't think those people have ever been really nauseated because if you've ever been nauseated, no. I cannot watch a contest no. like that and not. Get a well, little you queasy have, you watching have a, it. Like a gag reflex. So just the idea of the hot dog yeah. going right. in like, like that. Like, I'm like, how many hot dogs? But yeah. I think I could do three or four. I think I, I could do four. I could maybe push it at four. Well, what did he win doing? How yeah, look it up. I want to uh, say. Hold on. It's something crazy. Hold it's like on. not. It's normal. like one. It's in the hundreds. What? Yeah. I'm thinking like 22. No, no I thought no, it was no, 70 no. something. Hold on. Oh, my God. Uh, it's a lot of hot dogs. It's a lot of nitrates. It's a lot of hot dog. Uh, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Hot no. dog eating contest isn't sports. It's glorified gluttony. It is. Now, do they, do they go and like puke afterwards? Or do they, do they oh, have, they like, have a major to. I think there's a time limit or? that they have to keep they it down, to, and then they have yeah. to. They, right, right. They're right. just renting the hot dogs. <laughs> That's all they're doing. It's coming out one way it's or the other. It's just a storage unit. Exactly. I mean, I watched a, a documentary on how they actually kind of prepare. I hope they give them more for than like their portagems. contests. Oh my god! And come on! How much? Do you, oh, it's the I, I can't. It's the internet. It's so freaking slow. So slow. See, I'm gonna try it on this thing called my phone. So slow internet. Nathan's. Wow. Four is the most. Hot dog. Okay, hold on. Seventy-four hot dogs. I knew it was in the seventies. That's yeah, still. I thought gross. it was in the hundreds for some. Seventy-four reason. hot dogs. Seventy-four hot dogs in ten minutes. I want to find out what the Bro, so who is, is second? Uh, uh, hold on. 
Like for your own? I know. I'm know. It's just putzing. It's just putzing. He downed nearly 30 more hot dogs than the second place winner. Why? Carmen Sincati, who only gobbled down 45 hot dogs. Now, did and, he... and that's actually the record, the 74 in 10 minutes. Okay, yeah. so he was probably going for the record. But, I mean, yeah. don't you look back and see that your the opponent's not going to catch you and then yeah. no health-wise, it's probably he... good to... In the women's it. competition, Miki Sudo was oh, victorious, my. downing 37 hot dogs and buns. <laughs> Rochelle, how many hot dogs can you do? Two. Although she did not beat her previous year's record of 41. She said, I just left room for improvement next year. <laughs> she walks away with the coveted Nathan's belt and $10,000. And would the men win? Is that uh, equal rights now? Hold hold there will be only 10000 Let me say, hold on. He probably made fifty. Oh, no, it goes to video. I don't want to watch. No, 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 no. Hold on. Uh, uh, no, $10,000. Yep. Okay. Uh, he won for the 11th time and earned $10,000. Yep. So he's won $110,000 on hot dog, dog eating contests. contests. Yeah. More than yeah. some people make in a 10-year span. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Well, no, that would not be I mean, More, more than people make in well, like a four-year span. How often do they do it, too? Once a year, I think. Yeah, it's the uh, Fourth of July. Yeah, oh, it's their big contest. That that particular contest, right? Yeah. That contest, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, how oh, many I don't know. Well, there's the first off, year. Does he do? And now, he's had his full time job. That being said, that's possibility. That being said, we we well, there's a. I'm sorry. Go ahead. There's a chicken winging contest that I think there's I could a whole hang. Bunch of, okay, I think I could yeah. hang around on that one. Okay, there I is, and it's not a contest, but there is a thing on YouTube. We've never watched it. It's called uh, the Hot Ones. Uh, hot questions with hot celebrities, and it's this guy. And they have ten hot sauces going from like sriracha going to which has like a thousand on the Scoville scale to this thing called the hot ones, which is two million on the Scoville scale. And they eat chicken wings. And what he does, they eat one, and then he asks them a question. He does like an interview. But he's eating them too. That is his job. (laughs) His job every week for like a certain period of time is to sit there and eat these ridiculously hot chicken wings. Now does like Zantac, you know, sponsor him? No. Prilosin. No. But they did did do a behind the scenes. They followed them afterwards. And he's had some pretty big celebrities on there. Like the the most recent one, he had Natalie Portman on there. And now Natalie Portman is very much a a vegetarian or vegan. So they eat what's called vegan chicken nuggets. Uh, and vegan nuggets, and, and they she's put it on like there. Like a rail, yeah. But uh, yeah, but it was like, and, and and I mean, and there's some like uh, who is it? Uh, DJ Khalid. He only made it to like the third one, and he hot called ones? it quits. Is that what yeah? It's hot ones, yeah. If you've never watched it, why? It, then there's like five seasons of it now. Right. It's amazing, but yeah, it's really fun to watch someone's react. The reactions because. Like when they get hotter and hotter, like these celebrities, like they stop being polite and they just start giving like real answers. But they did a um, uh, a thing uh, afterwards, and they went in the green room, and yeah, they were popping Zantac and eating ice cream and doing all that, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, one of the Kardashians or one of the, I think one of the well, Kardashians. Johnny Knoxville, Sean Evans, yeah, Machine Gun Kelly, John Mayer. Yeah, Brown, there's a lot Tyler of them Banks, on there. Trick Daddy. Yeah. Now the hottest thing I've ever eaten is at Hooters. They have a spicy garlic sauce. Well, I thought you had one of uh, Rick Pratt's ghost peppers one time. I think he made spi- that salsa. I think the spicy garlic from I was Hooters blacked is out more. No, that, ghost that peppers night. like 
up there. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I tell you, the spicy garlic, I'll, I'll eat it because of the flavor. But they have one with Bob Saget. And, oh my God, yeah. that's got to be very vulgar. Oh, jeez, um, But I injure oh. myself after eating it because no matter how many times you wash your hands, you'll you touch your eyes, crying. you'll scratch oh, somewhere, yeah. and you hurt. Uh, your lips burn for like a day from the spicy garlic at Hooters. Yeah. It's really good. But it's so bad for yeah. you. Kevin Durant. Well, now, can't. the funny thing is when Marv was on the show, um, I can't. I he mean, also just, had stomach just issues. Talk, just talking about it is Makes all you... of a sudden giving me heartburn. But Marv, oh. Marv now works for a company where for fun they just eat hot sauce yeah. and have fun. And yeah. it's tearing up their stomach. Yeah, oh, it's oh, got to yeah, be. It's, it is. It really is. It's not healthy. I try, I'm try. i trying to stay away from it's not. I, 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 I like I like spicy foods, but spicy foods don't like me. But if I can prepare enough, I can usually eat spicy foods. It's now, just I'm going to pay for it the next day. I think I could do well in a wing eating contest. Depending on how much, because there's part of the meat on a chicken wing I won't touch. Okay, so I'm watching. If they make it meaty at all, and I'm watching it with one of the guys from One Direction. Okay, the idiot's wearing a white sweatshirt (laughs) while doing this, and like that idiot or smart. Well, that right. Why? I don't know. I think it's fine. White. Why? Yeah. Why would you wear white? Because you know it's part of the stick. It's just a waste. You mean the shtick? Yeah, the shtick. It's, it's, like... it's been one of those days. Anyways. All right. Well, All right. we got to wrap, yeah, we it gotta up. wrap it up. Uh, IT I, and the D's coming yeah. on next. Uh, it, the Mondays have never, been fun. If you've never oh, listened to IT and the D, uh, I, because you know we're usually on on Tuesday nights, if you've never listened to IT and the D, uh, they're a very, very funny, very good podcast. Uh, pretty tech heavy, but... Also, a lot of they're, they're uh, a bunch of more, nerds. I think it's pop. Uh, Dave described it best one time. It's a pop culture show that sometimes does it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but l- I would suggest listening to them. You might uh, you might like it. They're also one of the reasons why we're here at Podcast Detroit. They helped start it, and uh, so yeah, well, they started it. Well, they we started. I'm saying they they started it. Right. right. Exactly. They're like. They're, like, they're the you founders. Want, they're they're yeah. like, do you want air conditioning? Yeah. Yes. Do you want to not walk up like four flights of stairs? Yes. Yeah. Do you want to like? Do you want clean air? You, yeah. you want heat in the winter? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, do you not want to die? Do you want? Right. You want some tech support? Yes. I mean, I mean, yeah. you know, it's like you so know, stop me when our, it sounds horrible. We're founding, we're founding our own studio. Come join us. Well, I, they already yeah. had me at like heat. I was yeah. like heat in the winter. What? Oh, yeah, they, 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 like had me, they had me at no stairs. Right. No no cargo <laughs> elevator with sometimes an elevator working. Sometimes it goes through the roof. Right. Uh, no no movie sets so we don't get to park in the parking lot. No mo- Batman versus Superman and we're parking no, on no, the street. No porn studio next door. True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that yeah. one I would be like. Oh, no no skateboarding chick going no, down. No bench in the hallway. No, actually, no, an actual green room. No, no dumpster going down the no, hallway that we think is an explosion. But there's no ghosts here. But there's no ghosts here. That is true. That, that was we, that, that was the best know. part about the, the Russell. Right. That was the perk was that we could do some fun and we ghost did get hunting. To see the Batmobile before anybody and else. We did. Yep. That is true. Yeah. All right. We'll All right. see each other uh, soon. I guess. Take care. You're listening to The Undercard, Hand Combat Radio.